Like it's plus nine. That was before or after you knew about Jamal. I know Jamal was playing until right before game time. I was, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? ESPN told me that he was out. I still want to know that. All right, bet. Good with that. I don't know, man. So far, have you been watching it? I watched the. I was at Mary Stewart's for a little bit watching it, and then I came home. So. I watched half the first quarter. But it was 16 16. Uh, I saw one. They've looked good. Like, they got AD involved early. He got off to a good start. But I don't know, man. I, I'm still nervous. I'm concerned. AD was crashing the glass when I was watching. Mike Flack, you there? Yeah. What's up, Mike? I'm much. Hey, I will say this. I, uh... I know you saw that graphic that came up. How they were last in literally every offensive statistic, almost. I literally said it. I said in fantasy football. Man, that's bad. Last, like, hey, hey, they're saying last in something. I don't know what it is. No, they were like, what was it? They're last in everything but the one, and it's 21st. What was it? Oh, free throw percentage. Second to last in free throw percentage. Yeah, 100 points a game. 41% from the field, 25% from three. Goodness gracious. And 19 them and assists. The Wizards, them and the Wizards are the only two teams not to make 10 threes in a game. Bro. Yeah. Everyone else has made at least 10 threes. It doesn't look like it's happening tonight either. Well, I mean, KCP's not playing. I'm going to assume JR's not playing or Dion. That's kind of bad because didn't Quinn go like five for eight from three last game? Yeah, yeah, he dropped 20. And they still didn't hit 10. Th- Good Lord. I'll say this, man. I'm Like I said, I'm concerned, but they're not going to lose in the first round of the Trailblazers. And this isn't me hopping off the ship, but I will say this. If they keep playing like this, man, I don't know if they can get out of the second. Especially if they play uh, the Rockets with Eric Warren coming back and uh, Austin Rivers would look fine. I mean, the Rockets, what, Denver, who they're playing now, they could get Denver. Uh, I think they'd handle OKC. Like I said, I'm not going to jump off. I still got Lakers winning it all, but, uh, man. It's probably going to be, uh, I don't know, 6-7 to seven now are, are getting close, 5-6-7. I think it'd be four Rockets. Five would probably be the Jazz. Six, uh, OKC. And seven, Mavericks. Seven Mavericks. That Mavericks Clippers first round will be not tight, but it'll be exciting. I don't know. I can Nuggets make making as a two seed. Who do they have? Have you seen the schedule? You know who they have left? The Clippers? Uh, I have no idea. Like, is this the Nuggets? The Nuggets have one more after this, don't they? Let me look it up. Mike, how was moving? Ah, uh, took all day. <laughs> When you told me it was just y'all two, I just pictured you like power cleaning a couch. <laughs> hey, two people? Yeah, Mac, you're like, you're like, man, we moved in like three hours, and then it was, I was like, how many did y'all have though? And you were like, oh, five people. I was like, yeah, like that, that explains it. Well, I, I, I assumed it was just not you two. I thought you had like a squad with you. Nah, uh, nah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. 
very tired still. Mike just got a dresser strapped to his back. I mean, hey, pretty much. <laughs> training, training for the next NBA bubble. We'll see what happens. But, uh, I mean, I already started. But, no, something I just thought about while we're on the Lakers and how terrible they looked recently. Do you think the Lakers would be better off right now if they switched? Imagine if Anthony Davis and Damian Lillard switched places right now. The Lakers would be better or worse off? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe better. I don't know because they still have size. They still have size. Um, I, I say worse. You so think? AD is, a really, AD's, AD is a really good defender. Dame's, Dame's okay. But I think Lakers all they need better shooters. They just don't have they have zero shooters right now. Hey it's man, imagine if they had Damian Lillard. Yeah, but like you're replacing Damian with a uh, AD. Then, so. It's tough only because I think we'd all agree what AD is clearly a better player than Damian Lillard. Yeah, but right now I'd much rather have Dame given how he's played in the bubble. Because... Uh, Gabe Haynes, though, sorry. Gabe Haynes, though. I, I, I know you saw that stat about wins and losses from AD. Oh, what stat is this? In the wins, he averages almost 40 points, but in the losses, he averages 12. All you gotta do is stop Anthony Davis. Game's over. I mean, everybody knows that, though. Is this just in the bubble, I'm assuming? Just in the bubble. Man. Averaging 12 points in losses. That is straight ass. <gasps> uh, that's I'm, pretty bad from a, from a possible top five player in the league. <laughs> I remember about a week ago when you were like, yeah, if they can just hold AD to 20, and I was like, Mac, there's, there's no chance that anybody's doing that. And now he's sitting here on his own averaging, what, 12, 11 over the last three games? Yeah, like, I'm telling you, all you gotta do is not make him drop 25. You do that, you can easily win a series. I'm telling you, man. I got. I don't know. I really do think if you switch those two, only because the Lakers would still have Dwight and JaVale, obviously. So they still got their rim protectors, they still got their rebounders. AD does so much, but man, if. You could just have Dame come in and just give Braun 30 a night from the perimeter. I don't know, man. That's, it's close. I see that. I mean, rebounding defending, though. Yeah, better. for sure. It wouldn't help their perimeter defense at all. It wouldn't be able to guard anybody still. It's um, not, you know. Well, the Blazers, obviously, they haven't looked good. Wide sides from now. They have no more size. They're struggling a little bit. Apparently, they're one of the worst defensive teams in the bubble. So, we're about to have the worst defense versus the worst offense. <laughs> Setting up for a terrible series, what you're telling me? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. High scoring, low scoring, who knows? Mike, you had a, a very interesting take last week about a certain draft class. Wait, you care to get into that? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the 2018 class is looking, as of right now, to be right up there with 03 and 1984. It's the best draft classes of all time, and 96, obviously. You got guys that 
or like Shea Gilgis is one of like I wouldn't even say like in the top five of that class, and that's saying something. Um, I mean, Aiton at number one, Bagley at two, Doncic. You got Jaron Jackson at four, Trey Young at five. And then you got Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter, Sexton, Knox. The thing that's surprising though is you got Gildas at eleven, Michael Porter Jr., who was the last pick of the lottery at fourteen. And then you got Divincenzo at seventeen, Kevin Herter at nineteen, Josh Kogi at twenty. Like all those guys are role players. And then you've got Landry Shamet, who was a vital player in that uh, Clippers series last year against the Warriors. They played the Warriors first round last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a big part of that. And then you've got guys like Jalen Brunson, Devontae Graham, who were second rounders, Mitchell Robinson, Gary Trent Jr. shooting over fifty percent in the bubble right now from three. Um, I mean, this is probably the deepest draft class we've seen in a while in terms of like people contributing. I mean, you've got guys that are second rounders that are. I mean, man, you've got Shake Milton down here at fifty-four too. Who can forget Shake Nolan? I'll tell you who can. Joel Embiid. That's who. Did you see what he said? He's like, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Looking at this draft class, it's like, also, you got to feel really bad if you're Jerome Robinson getting picked at 13. And it's like, you know, I mean, second pick to the Clippers, next pick MPJ, and uh, I think Jerome's already been traded. <laughs> They're like, yeah, get out of here. We're gonna get uh we're gonna get Marcus Morris. <laughs> if we had to redraft it right now, top ten picks. Damn. I think obviously we're starting you gotta start at one with Luca, don't you? Uh, yeah. I mean I don't really I don't really think there's anyone other than like maybe Trey that could I guess compete for that number one spot, but Luca's just way better all around. Okay. All right. I got it now. So, who's going first with, with their top ten? Uh, I'd go Luca, and then I might have to go... Yeah, I guess it's way too early. That's way too much of a jump for Porter. So, I'd go Trey. Trey, too. For me. I like I don't, Shea. I don't hate Shea at three. I like four, eight. So Shea three, eight, and four. Mm. I, got a good, I got a good chair in five. Oh, yeah. Jaron Jackson five. Man, it's early, but five might be where I start going Porter, honestly. See, that's that's what I was thinking. Uh, sh- With Porter, I mean, he's done great so far, but it's like he hasn't. I just don't think he's played enough. Uh, four's I mean, a five. Uh, I got Jaron five. I was going to go Porter at six, but I feel, well, yeah, Porter six. Okay, so five six we got Jaron and Porter. I mean I think yeah, Mac, even if you went Porter five, you're going Jaron six? Yeah. Okay. So seven This is where it gets tough. Cause there are like seven. you said, there are a lot of solid guys in this draft. Um Yeah. Seven. 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 Ye
Carter. Yeah, I don't, I, okay, I don't so. disagree with the Bulls at all. I mean, I think Wendell Carter was the right pick there at seven. Seven and eight, seven and eight, I'll agree with. I mean, Carter, Carter to the Bulls, and then Sexton to the Cavs. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm trying to think. Did we already put? We haven't put Bagley anywhere, have we? I've heard a lot of people on opposite sides of Bagley. Yeah. I'd put Bagley at nine over Kevin Knox. I mean, I'm trying to see if there are any second rounders I might slide up this high. Like, uh, I was just thinking Devonte maybe. Diallo's a nice one. Ten, I might go Mitchell Robinson. That's what I'm saying, Mike. Mitchell Robinson, dude, he's really, really good. I mean, and I, I mean, I looking at it. Pairing Luca with Mitchell Robinson would be a great first round for the Suns. I might go Mitchell at nine, actually. Yeah. It's still good. The Knicks still go. Ten. Ten to Philly. Ten was Philly, but they traded. Mikael Bridges to Phoenix. I was going to say, because if, if Philly just kept that, I could convince myself with Devontae Graham, because that would be a nice piece for Philly. Just straight scoring, like just straight buckets along with Simmons and Embiid. He can play. I mean, he's a point, but he can run the two. He can be an off guard. So you've got DiVincenzo. You've got... Anthony... Yeah, Mike, I think you're right, man. I see Anthony Simons now. He's he's yeah. so, he's very solid. I mean, yeah. they're high on him in Portland. I know that. They're really high on him in Portland. I mean, I get that, but I just... With Portland, they're just having to take these guys that are... Well, not under the radar, but they're taking a huge risk on, like, Simons, Gary Trent ended up working out, and then uh, Nasir Little, I guess, from last year, where he was a top 10 guy out of college, or out of high school, and um, obviously slid because he was not good in North Carolina. But Now, is he hurt, Nasir? No, they're, they're not for you. Wasn't he like the top? He was like a top five recruit, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> really hate to see that. <laughs> like I was just about to say, I feel like Portland's fairly good with development, but I mean, I don't know. The series not seeing Honestly, the floor. Honestly, they know they know how to draft. They draft. They got they, uh, drafted Dame, obviously CJ. Um, Zach Holmes is really good. Yeah, and I mean, I don't hate. Uh, did they draft Nurkic? Yeah, I think so too. They draft. It just never pans out because I don't think anyone has ever been like, man, I would love to stay in Portland. Facts. Other than Dame, obviously. Yeah, other than I Dame. Mean, Portland, Portland's a hard market to you know stay in. It's kind of like Toronto. Like, yeah. Who wants to go to Toronto? Drake. It's not like a Miami or New York or LA. Yeah. Maybe in Dallas. I mean, it's starting to get to the point where no one wants to even go to New York. I mean, they'll go to Brooklyn. Not... Go to Brooklyn, like, you know, like, Portland's just like, 
it's a good front office, a good organization. It's just hard to get people to stay there. I mean, I feel like they're a lot like Denver, too. Just everything other than the actual location itself, they're very solid. You know, organization. Why would I stay in Hey, we need to normalize people going to small market teams in free agency, like big-name players. I mean... They just don't have the money for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if Dame gets that... I mean, he's probably already on the Supermax, but... Yeah, he is. He is. He's paid like 45 mil Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, they need to make the money, but... I mean, you think they have hard hit on their, on their cap yeah. state. Yeah, you can't, can't complain work. about not getting any guy. I mean, best player that they can sign is Melo. That's kind of funny out there. Which was, was it? I mean, it worked out because Melo had to prove people wrong. But I'm just saying, like, that was kind of their free agent was him. And I guess they traded for Whiteside. They, really, they, they, trade they traded a lot of people. Or, or, and let it go. I'm letting go a lot of people last year. Yeah. They have no power forward. Besides Zach Collins, like, they're, they're no backup. Yeah, because wasn't Myers Leonard? Well, Myers Leonard, I guess, was part of the trade that got Whiteside. Um, yeah, he was. Okay. I was just wondering what happened to him. Um, yeah, they let go Seth. Ronnie Hood's still there. Yeah, they let go of Minu and Harkless. Uh, they got a lot of guards and a lot of bigs and, like, zero forwards besides Nasir Little. <laughs> I mean, he'll. I, maybe they're just trying to develop him. I mean, Spurs have started to do it too, where, like, I noticed Kelvin Johnson spent a lot of minutes in the G League this year. Lonnie Walker was back and forth last year. Um, I mean, maybe that's starting to be the way is you draft guys that are long term projects and you put them in the G League, see how they, how they do down there first. Um, especially if it's past the lottery, because then no one's really going to be upset if. The twentieth pick didn't pan out. Yeah. I mean, Boston's been doing Boston's been doing a lot of that, a lot of that too with the guys they just got. Um, yeah, developing them, letting them stay in the G League. I know Taco spent most of the year in the G League. Uh, Carson Edwards Carson was down there a lot. Um, I think Carson Edwards can freaking ball, dude. He's a, he's a baller. Well, in in the case of Boston, I think it's just that their team is so deep with guards, too, that they would much rather Carson Edwards get minutes playing in the G League, get significant minutes down there. Same with Tremont Waters. I mean, I think both of them could be great role players for Boston or another team down the stretch um, of their careers. But, yeah, like just right now, it's kind of hard to get on the floor when you've got Kemba, Jalen, Jason Tatum, a lot of those guys just right in front of you. Yeah, Kogi. I mean, even they didn't send Langford back and forth a lot, did they? He stayed with the team and just didn't really yeah. play too much. Yeah. He's something too. I think both Portland and Boston are missing one stretch four, power forward. They can get one of those guys. I think they'll be both be solid. Man, Larry Markin then would be perfect on the Celtics. But, that would be terrifying. Hammer. Every year, there's that there's that graphic that uh, people put out where it's Kevin Love and a Celtics jersey, and like, will this be the year? Like, they've got all these pieces to trade for K Love, and it's like, I 
you got to be a fucking idiot if you trade, <laughs> trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Love in today's NBA. Like, hear me out. Jalen Brown and two first-rounders for Kevin Love. Like, what? No. Cleveland be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all see that Cleveland is going to try to get Ben Simmons? No? For, with what pieces? <laughs> yeah, apparently they're, they're working for a, a huge trade deal to get Ben Simmons. Cleveland's like, Cleveland shows them calling sex and Darius going, but you like what you see? Huh? Philly, no, no, I don't. <laughs> if I'm being honest, though, if I'm Philly, I'm t- I might take that consideration. Because right now, God, once this contract is up. Because right now, bro, they don't look good at all. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid do not work at all. So now you have to choose. Ben Simmons or Joel? I'd agree, but Mac, there's no way you're taking Ben Simmons for Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. I don't know, dude. What? I really, in a first round pick, I would, I would consider it. Colin gets to Philly. It's like, listen, Joel, like, I know we can make something work here. And Joel's like, nah, I'm going after this. Pulls a LeBron. That's probably the saddest I think I've ever seen. That's probably the dread, like the saddest NBA draft moment is sex and getting drafted by the Cavs being like, hey, listen, LeBron. Uh, let's win some more rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's win some more rings. And LeBron was like, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, Mac, the pick part is interesting because, I mean, Cleveland was trash, so if they can get a top. If Philly came out of this and ended up with LaMelo Ball, that'd be hilarious. I'm trying to think. Come on, Ben Ben Simmons and Joel are not working at all. They're not clicking whatsoever. Struggling more than anything. I I just feel like LaMelo Ball and Joel Embiid on the same team could go terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. (laughs) I don't know if that would work out. But boy, would it be fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't hate it. It's just, I just don't know if you're doing that, like if you're Cleveland, mainly because I know that they're not going to keep Ben Simmons when he gets traded there. Ben's not going to stay in Cleveland if he got traded to Cleveland. There would be absolutely no way. No chance, but are we, so are y'all both saying Ben would be the one we move? For sure? I don't hate Joel moving. Uh, it's just that, the team that I think he would fit the best on would not really be willing to trade with Philly because they're rivals in the same division. I, I really think that he would be great on the Celtics. Oh, man. But I just don't think that Boston would be willing to give up any of their young core for Joel Embiid. And I don't know if Philly would be like, yeah, let me just give him to a, you know a division and conference rival. I would have said Miami, but the way that Bams developed this season, I just don't really think it'd be wise for them to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that Ben Simmons would intrigue a lot more people, especially since both of them do have pretty bad injury histories. But I feel like Embiid's been worse in terms of he's never really played full seasons. Yeah. And plus with him, I mean, obviously with him being that big, you're going to have to worry about that back for the rest of his career. Um, yeah. With, with Simmons, with Simmons, he'll bounce back. Like his, I mean, worst case, he doesn't have as much burst as 
he does now, but I mean, maybe he'll come back with a jump shot. Who knows? We'll see what happens <laughs> with that. Hey, he hit a three in the bubble, so. Now, I only see when he makes them. I'm genuinely curious how many. I know it's not a lot, but is he just throwing them up and a few are just, just way off? Hey. Ben Simmons reminds me of a guy, like a my player, like a slasher that just is trying to get shooting badges. He'll throw up a three every now and then, but other than that, just. Let's just see if he goes in. Yeah. Hey. He's testing the waters. I'm not trying to take shots, but he, he kind of reminds me of you're my player on an off day at Pro Am, like, on an off yeah. day. On an off day, not on a good day. On a good day, greatest shooter out there. But uh, airballing everything some of the, some of the days. Speaking of that, when are we ever gonna play again? I was trying to play all weekend, but we had yeah, moving Mike here. over here. Hey. I got my guy up for this. <laughs> my, my guy's pretty good now for this. I was grinding for nothing. <laughs> No, speaking of grind for nothing, <laughs> Damian Lillard and Paul George are not the best of friends. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That, see, like, that's a situation where neither of them should be talking whatsoever. Like, yes, Dame has eliminated them from the playoffs before, but what has Dame proceeded to do in the playoffs? They lost. And then PG, like, this man is irrelevant when it comes to talking about you know, playoffs, and he'll send someone home. That is, this man has been owned by LeBron when he was in Indiana, and then he goes to Oklahoma City, teams up, has his, has, you know, Paul George Day in OKC, and Dame just hits a buzzer beater in his face. Hey, y'all boys as chumps might be my favorite quote of the time right now. That's one of my favorite quotes out there at the moment. Keep switching teams, not embracing the grind. I saw I saw a tweet that was like, um, I mean, I agree with Dame. Dame had a point, obviously. Paul George has been running around. And if he gets a ring this year, it won't matter. But if he doesn't, that's a tough look. But at the same time, up to this point, they have the same amount of accomplishments and the same amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> so it really does not matter. It, it's really like, uh, hey... Now, what I did find funny was Paul George running to his Instagram page and backpedaling like Deion Sanders. It's like, hey, guys, I broke my leg. Just fair, but come on now. You can't you can't start yeah, a fight and be like, actually, no. Yeah, I mean, he, what grind in Indiana did he do? He lost in the playoffs. He's like, get me out of here. So this man, this man willingly went to Oklahoma City. And he was like, I'm going to team up with Melo and Russ. You know, then they, he was there two years. And then the first year was the, the Jazz Series, which that was shit show. And then the year after that was Dame. Paul George has had some pretty shitty playoff performances. Yeah, I'll never forget, uh, what's his name? Joe Ingles just giving him fits. <laughs> Michelle's locked down defender. Yeah, none of them should be talking. Not even Pat Bev. Like, Pat Bev lost. They sent him home a couple years ago when he was with the Rockets. Also, 
I saw someone say that like if Pat Bev was in, like on the Knicks right now, like no one would care who he is. Like, it's just the fact that he's on the Clippers. Hey, Pat Bev would, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'd basically just be Alfred Payton. <laughs> disrespectful but fair. That's really disrespectful. <laughs> well, I mean, like, Pat Bev's not going to turn around a Knicks team. Like, I, I'll say I mean, that. I mean, you're right, but like, it's still pretty good. That's a beautiful quote, Mike Fleck. <laughs> if Pat Bev was on the Knicks, he'd basically just be over Peyton. Uh, harsh, but not too off. Um, I mean, same player. <laughs> <laughs> they talk shit. I mean, they're not really, like, I mean, I guess they play good defense. They're not really great at anything. You're missing the point. One used to do dances with Russell, with Russell Westbrook. The other, quote, unquote, he's fooling y'all. He's just running around doing a whole lot of nothing. See, that, after after hearing that, it you kind of see it on the court sometimes. You do. He kind of just runs around. Um, Fouling people. Yeah, yeah he, he fouls people and then he just runs into screens and like falls over. And he's like, hey, what the fuck is this? This is a foul. Like, he's just a pest. I mean, that's... It, to be a great defender, sometimes you got to be a pest if you're that small. Or not, it's not tiny, but... I mean, as a guard, sometimes you kind of have to just be up in someone's face. And, I mean, he's great at what he does, but... Yeah, if he was on the Knicks or, like, Charlotte, like, who would give a fuck about him? Man, he single-handedly woke up Kevin Durant. I'm guessing y'all saw the KD beef, or he's just been going at people on Twitter. Oh, yeah, KD's back yeah. active. You didn't see this, Mac? I've uh, not seen this. Oh, man. He's going at some fan, and uh, this guy tweeted at him and said, Why are you such a weirdo? You are too wealthy for this. You really went and followed my girl. That's why she blocked you, weirdo. And then Kevin Durant replied and said, My bad. I accidentally pressed follow and liked all of her pics. My phone's tripping. What? <laughs> no, I didn't see this part, Mike. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's some some guy named Z the Creator on Twitter said that. I think he was going at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was just... He had time, obviously, because he's not doing anything in the bubble. Listen, if there's one thing I know about Kevin Durant, he's always got time. Uh, no, wait. <laughs> Were there receipts on this? Like, did Kevin Durant actually try this dude's girl and just get caught? I, I don't know. I just saw that, and I was like, you know, Kevin Durant, really? I mean, that's the least surprising person to go at someone on Twitter. I mean... This has been known that he will say something back if you talk shit to him. Hey, I dare one of y'all to tweet Kevin Durant right now. I've done it before. It didn't work. <laughs> What'd you say? I just said you're a bum. Uh, was this from a burner? Uh, it was not from a burner. I, I deleted it like an hour later. Um, <laughs> you know what? Like, if he does reply, like... <laughs> you're looking stupid. Yeah, I'm looking really stupid. <laughs> No, I saw the ones you sent me earlier today. About oh, yeah. some guy said, "Bro, you a dork. You really move like a gal." Kevin Durant said, "All you do is tweet about ball, and you're probably trash." I play when I tweet about it. I'm a dork. Make it make sense. Nice points were made by Kevin Durant. 
Slim Reaper one. Uh, random guy on Twitter zero. But no, since we could literally sit here and talk about Kevin Durant for probably an hour on Twitter, because man is very active. Um, it's been a presence since 2010 on that. <laughs> the bubble. So we had some un some unsung heroes in the bubble. So let's get a uh, a first team all bubble, as well as a bubble MVP. Who y'all got? Well, obviously the MVP has to be a TJ Warren. Does it though? I mean, he looks. I mean, he looks. Yeah, yeah. I'm going book because they're undefeated and he's got great numbers as well. Yeah, but not as good as TJ's. Yeah, but one's undefeated. The only one in the bubble. I mean, yeah, but one. But they're not in the playoffs. They're not, but they might be. I mean, I wouldn't argue with anyone saying TJ, for sure. I think it's it's one of three guys, so I could understand TJ, but I think I might have Book. I got TJ. Mm, I'm going to go TJ. Just because okay. I don't think anyone's really had a... I mean, D-Book's done well, obviously, and yes, the Suns are undefeated, but I wouldn't say it's solely because of D-Book. Like... Bridges stepped up. Cam Johnson's averaging like 18 a game since being in the bubble. Rubio's always been like a solid point guard, I guess. Like probably like nine or ten points a game, 11 assists a game, something like that. But and then eight, they obviously have Aiden. He's been nice in the bubble. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not trying to say the Pacers aren't that good, but T.J. Warren coming out of absolutely nowhere. And putting up numbers like this. I mean, I gotta go with him. I know him and Jimmy are playing, like, right now, aren't they? Or they just finished up? Oh, uh, they're still playing. They're still playing? Yeah. Let me see the stats on um, that. But no, while I pull that up, okay, if you had to go a first team, like, give me a starting five in the bubble. Who you got? Best performers. Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Bay one. Okay. Book at the two. Three, Michael Porter. Okay. Four, TJ. And then five. Jokic, maybe? Yeah. You say Jokic? Yes. I guess Jokic. Maybe AD. I, I, I'm like Jokic right there. That was the hard part for me too, finding a big. Like everybody else was easy, but I couldn't. I couldn't think of a big who's been dominating in the bubble. Um, I had pretty no, much. No wait, no. Nurkic, Nurkic. That's a good one. Twenty-two and eleven, five. I'll go Nurkic. That's a good one. See, I couldn't even find one, so I just went small. I went Dame, um, Booker. I went Luca. Uh, TJ Warren, and then I'm keeping Porter at the five. We'll be small. That's all right. I got to go Dame, Book. At the three, I would put Warren. 
My five would probably be Nurkic as well. Four, I'd go Porter. But honorable mention, got to go Gary, or Gary Trent. That's what I struggle with too. I mean, like obviously he doesn't have the necessarily like the numbers, just because he's not a starter. But that man hasn't missed in the bubble. Well, he missed last year. Pretty bad. Let's work five points. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. Well, I mean, Warren only scored, uh, scored 12 tonight. So I just like, saw that. Yeah, TJ cooled off a little bit. Um, but I think it, it looks like the Pacers in general didn't do well because Oladipo only had 14. Brogdon had 12. Um, Miles Turner only had nine. So I think it was just more of the heat locking them up than anything. Dude, the heat are really good. Bro, I'm telling you, they just got Jimmy's back, and the heat looked really good. Tyler Hero dropped to 17 off the bench. Yeah, he's not going to say Thompson. He said he's not? He's not going to say Thompson. What makes you say it now? 17 on the bench. No big deal. How you bad at Clay? Stop, Mac. You don't believe that. He can't guard. He guards better than Clay did when he was a rookie. Uh, I don't even know if that's true. And then Derrick Jones had 18 off the bench, too. I'm telling you, I think the Heat might be the team, man. I got to say, Heat or Celtics are the people that are taking down the Bucks. I, I just don't. Bucks have not looked that great in the Bucks. so bad today. They look so bad. That's terrible. Yeah, and I just, I just don't see it working out for them. I really don't. Plus, the Raptors look really good with their beast, with their B team in there. So the Bucks just didn't. It was only Giannis who didn't play for the Bucks, really. No, yeah, because Milton played majority of the game. Bledsoe played. Ty Connington played. Kyle Corbin played. Both Lopez brothers played. Ilya Sova played. Sheesh. I'm for sure played. I'm, everyone played for them except Giannis. I don't know, man. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't see him making it. I don't know if I like the Celtics doing it to it, being the one to get him. I'm leaning one of the Toronto or Miami. Well, here's the thing: the Toronto Celtics are gonna play each other for second round. That'll be a good series. I like, obviously, I like Boston in that series, but Miami, Miami, Milwaukee. I'm a big Miami low key. I think I will. I really I'm do. I think Miami. I Miami, the way they play. Well, I mean, you also got Jimmy and Bam that can cover Giannis. They'll be able to. Like, you got Iggy, you got Iggy too. You got. See, the Heat just have it all too because they've got. You got guys like Harold and uh, Duncan Robinson who, when they're hot, like they're not missing from three, and. Kendrick Nunn's a great point guard. You got Jimmy, who's just Jimmy. Um, Bam's, Bam just does it all for him. And I just don't see, I really just don't see anyone taking, like, having as strong of a team other than, like, the Raptors or Celtics in the East. I was telling Matt the other day, I think Jackson, yeah, it was Jackson who came on here last week and was talking about how 
He said Duncan Robinson, he'd agree with that take, that he's the best shooter in the league. At the time, I thought it was crazy, but... Eh? That man can shoot the ball. <laughs> he's definitely top five, I'd say. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. Will you say you're more excited overall to watch the East or Western Conference playoffs? Like the playoffs as a whole? I don't know. The East is kind of interesting if it's Heat, Bucks, Raptors, Celtics. That's that's really tough not to watch over Rockets, Lakers, Clippers, uh, Nuggets. I, I, I think it's too obvious in the West. We all know oh, it's going to be Lakers. Lakers Clippers, but we'll see like how they get there. Yeah. yeah. But we don't feel like you don't think oh well Milwaukee's gonna get there, but the Miami looks kind of really good and the Raptors and Celtics both look pretty good. It just depends. That's why I'm more interested in the Eastern Conference, because you just don't know who's gonna win, in my opinion. Unlike the West. Yeah, East could go either way, really. Um it just yeah, I mean, you got you got some great teams in the East, and I think it's just a little bit more even there than in the West because, like Max said, you can kind of go ahead and figure out who's going to be making it far in the Western Conference. I don't really think like there's going to be that much of a shakeup. I mean, you can always have, you know, Portland or Phoenix taking the Lakers, you know, the six or seven games possibly. But other than that, I really don't see – much struggle out there than in the East. I mean, you got teams too. Like, you never know. Like, if, I mean, hey, if TJ Warren keeps it up, I mean, what the Pacers could do to a team. True. I mean, they might surprise someone. I'm not going to say they're going to win the East, but they could upset a team if, uh, I mean, if all of them are playing like they have been. Especially if, say, like, Vic picks it up as well alongside them. That could be scary. And then you got Miles Turner, who's one of the best defensive centers in the league, and also has, I mean, gotten pretty good at three point shooting. So if he if he has a good offensive night, then there's really no telling what they could do to a team. But I mean, I guess that would be like the equivalent of the Suns getting hot out in the West, and everyone's clicking out there too. They had an interesting lineup today because I saw that in their starting five, they didn't even start Aiden. It was uh, Cam Johnson. Hold on. Yeah, they started Saric, Cam Johnson, Bridges, Rubio, and Booker. And then uh, Aiden came off the bench at 10 and 6. Hmm. And they still won, huh? They still won by 27. <laughs> Phoenix Suns, I made the conference finals, man. Hear me out. They beat the Lakers? If okay, no, no, the Phoenix Suns will not beat the Lakers. But if Devin Booker <laughs> carried the Phoenix Suns to the conference finals, <laughs> I'd be all for that. I wouldn't be mad at I'll all. I'd be hyped for Booker. I'd be really hyped for him. I mean, he's gone through a lot of shit since being in the league. I mean, being in Phoenix is just enough. Draymond's trying to get him out of there. He gets fined for it. Yeah. Did K just say you should leave? 
For literally doing his job, too. Like, he was on NBA TNT. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think you should leave. He go nowhere in Phoenix. They're like, spot the lie. I think if Ernie didn't say what he said after, I don't think they find him either. Because Ernie, wasn't he immediately like, isn't that tampering? Like, right after Draymond said it, he goes, I think, is that tampering? And Draymond's like, probably. So, I don't know. Probably. All, all that this is is showing that Draymond's going to be on that crew once he retires. going to be an old truck, uh, old truck shack, and then Draymond. You see what D-Way was wearing today, bro? You see what Braun was wearing today? But no, I did not. What was he? Wore the exact same thing that LeBron did. <laughs> Open shirt at work. He was at work, bro. Well, they saw, they saw his entire body. Like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> He's low key weird. He's <laughs> low key weird, bro. I mean, yeah. He died. He, he has a, like, a fire, a flame in the back of his head. Died. The dude's weird, man. <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going into him? Hey, it's that post-retirement. He's, he's going through it, all right? Let him... He's probably just, like, trying to stay young, you know? Yeah. He's he, hard. He just left I mean, the league. He's going through some things, man. That midlife crisis. Early midlife crisis for Dwayne Wade. Like, like, I got nothing else to do. I'm not young anymore. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, I think that's all the NBA stuff. We're all on the same page that it looks like college football is not happening. Right? Yeah. I mean, hey, I've I've been on this for weeks. And everyone, ah, like, don't, don't say that just yet. I mean, come on. Writing was on the wall. Like, there's no way that they can protect the players. No. Like, to get these college guys to be like, all right, we're going to put you in this bubble and not leave. They're like, nah. Like, there's, there, was be, there would be absolutely no way that you could get a, tell a college player to be like, hey, like, you're going to have to quarantine for three weeks before you like, get started on anything. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. I mean. No chance. That... The, the, only rule, the only rule they would follow is don't go to class. <laughs> All classes online. Yeah, I mean, I for for professional players, it's way easier to be like, okay, you have to quarantine because that that is your employer. You are making money from just sitting at home. Also, you know, LeBron quarantining at his home in LA is probably a lot different than a college basketball player having to quarantine in his dorm. Oh, for sure. So, like, I just don't think that there, you can be like, oh, well, the pros did a bubble. That's not the same thing. They're not going to fly yeah. out. They're not going to fly out an entire – they're not going to fly out the SEC football teams to Disney World and have them quarantine in resorts. No. They're going to be in their dorms, and they're going to be like, man, I'd much rather be home. The funny thing is I saw, too, that I think the SEC is the one conference that, that's trying the hardest right now to keep playing. Big Ten and Pac-12 are 100% sold on canceling the season. And SEC's, like, like really pushing for it. They're like, no, like we need to play football. Like, we need to play. And then I saw so, ACC's on the fence, I think. Um, they just need to... 
my thing is I think they just need to say, like, look, this season's a watch. We're going to give everyone the year, their year of eligibility back. Like, it's not going to count. Um, if you want to leave for the draft, then you can. Like, you know, if you're like Trevor Lawrence or someone that, you know, will obviously be a top ten pick, then mm-hmm. no risk in being like, okay, I'm going to just let them go. I mean, baseball kind of did the same thing where – or college baseball, they're like, okay, like we didn't finish even half the season. Y'all get your eligibility back, but I mean, get drafted, you can go. Like it doesn't really matter to us. So, I mean, they might have to limit the draft this year, the NFL, because I mean, baseball went from forty rounds to five. For NFL, you might have supposed seven, only doing like three or four, and being like, look, uh, I mean. And maybe making an exception to the rule where if you're not drafted, maybe you can return to college. Yeah, I like that. I mean, just test the waters, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I, I just – I don't think there's any safe way for them to play football, college football this season because they're not making money for it. So why, why would they risk that for uh, – They can still make money. They're just not going to make as much money. Yeah, they'd make, they'd make TV money, but college – Teams, especially in the South, are making their money from filling the stands. Well, I'm talking about the athletes. Like, they're not making anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Not a dime. It's also going to make the draft extremely weird because, I mean, think about a guy like Kyler Murray, who had an insane season. Like, you'll miss those kind of guys completely in this upcoming draft without a season. Yeah, I mean... Joe Burrow, um, Burrow yeah. out, he's like, he's like, if this happened a year before, I'd be looking for a job right now. Sheesh. Yeah. I mean, it's true, but it's like also, I'm not going to go out and risk, because they're, they're starting to find now that there's a heart condition that's being linked to COVID. I saw and, that. Uh, that's I the one thing they saw, yeah. That was like, yeah. I mean, I just don't. Is it worth it? I mean, we could easily just quarantine, and we have to. We had to rush sports back. I mean, and the NBA has been the only instance where it is shown to work. Like what they like the procedures that they did, that worked. MLB, they're about to get shut down again because they just keep having cases. And then they're like, "Look, we need to limit." You need to social distance, like no fighting. There was a fight today in it. I mean, there was a bench-clearing brawl. I mean, you don't – or no, it might have been today or yesterday. But I, it, was, I mean, it, was two, it was two days ago, I think. Two days or ago, yesterday. it was athletics and Astros. Yeah. Astros. Astros have been in like three fights this year. I mean, we saw this one coming. Yeah, this. not surprised Sorry. at all. But this one didn't even have anything to do with uh, – it had nothing to do with the cheating. Like, it was just... It was the coach, as an Astros coach, talking trash to a flag player. Yeah, he told, uh, it was Ramon Laureano, he told, he said something about his mom in Spanish, and he, like, just ran it at him. Didn't even come out of the dugout to fight the player. Like, the Astros <laughs> was like, oh, whoa, 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 buddy. I need to know what he said. <laughs> and he said something vile about my mother. And I was like, okay, you... If you say the word vile, you know it's something serious. I mean, and even with, like, obviously this is getting away from just the players too, but I saw something today that says for the schools that have already gone back, um, it said, what, 97,000 children have already tested positive for the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, 
97,000. First of all, I didn't even know that many schools started that early, I guess, in, in mid-July. But it's just one of those things, like, if you just keep doing these things, it's not going to slow it down. Like, if you keep sending 100 players to different states to go meet up with 100 players, obviously it's going to continue to get worse. So it just seems like it's, it, it's a hard decision, but it's the right decision. Like, and this is kind of what we get for not handling it better. But especially when you're talking about people who, like you said, they aren't getting paid at all. This isn't their, their livelihood. You can't play, man. I, I, don't, I don't see how. It's, it's a health risk. It's just there's no safe way to do it with football. And that's dangerous for the rest of the sports, too, because if you don't see football coming, I mean, do you see basketball? Do you see anything for the rest of this year being played? Like, collegiately? No. Yeah. Professionally, yeah. NFL is still going to happen. I'd agree. NBA will still happen. MLB, I still believe MLB will probably still happen. They'll still finish the year. But collegiately, no, I don't see one sport collegiately happening. So through the spring, like, and this either y'all wouldn't agree, y'all would agree that you don't see at least until the spring any collegiate sports getting played, probably. Uh, Man. Maybe, maybe baseball, maybe. I don't. I mean, I don't really remember that one. Just move, honestly, just try it. Just move college football to the spring. I that's not gonna work. It's not a lot of people are gonna play in the spring because they're they're trying to rip the draft. You'd have a lot of sitting out. Now. Yeah, you'd have a lot of guys sit out for sure. And then, and then you're gonna tell them, hey, okay, so they they end in what April, May. Now yeah. they have to go back to camp and start in the in the uh, August for for football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess you're giving them basically a month off. That's I feel like that's setting up for injuries too with a bunch of young guys. Exactly. That's what I someone guess. said on Fox Sport on Fox Sports One. I think it was Colin Coward, Joe Clatt. Mm-hmm. Like that, he said that would not work. Spring will not work. The layover is so short, people get hurt even more. Yeah, I'd agree. He said I, I, I'd rather fight COVID in the fall than do a, a spring. They're just not going to end up having a season, which I hate to see it, obviously, but it's what we get. Yeah, I mean, it's a little gift for all being stupid. I mean, this is like basically like if y'all had just followed directions, like, like, they're like, okay, listen, guys, if y'all just wear a mask and quarantine, we'll have sports. Just give us a couple months. And they're like, what do you mean we have to wear a mask? How about no? How about we don't? This is infringing on my rights, damn it. You got people out here getting into physical altercations at Walmart over wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> One dude shot the Galleria because he, he didn't want to wear a mask. Okay, by people, I meant Mike Flack. I actually saw a video of Mike at Walmart refusing to put on his mask. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was throwing shit all over the floor. I was, I was heated. <laughs> I said, I don't want to wear it. it it's very itchy. It's an itchy ass mask. I'm not. I'm not putting this on. Now like, you have to wear it, sir. I walked in. Mike had a uh, had the employee in a full on Willie Nelson just the head. I was like, Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I, I refuse to put this mask on. First, they tell you you gotta put on pants. Next thing you know, you gotta put on a mask. I mean, what is this? Where's the 
But uh, I'll see. I'm trying to think if we have you got anything else that we any topics we need to hit. We miss. We're at about an hour right now. Hey Mac, I've just been waiting until you got on my level. Uh, you know, it'll be a couple days until I can get on. But see, the, thing, the problem with y'all is like, I'll get on, I'll get on in the mornings, and y'all just be like, oh, like I can't get on until late tonight. I'll be like, ah, so looks like I'm not playing. <laughs> Wait till the real gamers come out, and then they they run us off the court. That's how we like it, Mike. What's so difficult? Yeah. That's what I like to get on in the morning when it's like the people that aren't good at 2K. Like they're not awake yet. I'm just saying, the 12 year olds just roll out of bed. Yeah, I put the work in, you know, early in the morning. I drink my coffee and I play some 2K for a couple hours. I get the badges and then once once I lose one game in the park, I'm like, all right, it's time to get off. Well, uh, I'm going to go watch the Lakers throw up probably consecutive bricks and see if they can close this game out. I think they're up one. Hey, there we go. That was tied. Tied going to fourth. Damn it. I mean, at least this loss would be to the Nuggets. Yeah, they're all Gary Harris and Will Bart aren't playing, and they don't have KCP, right? That's it? Yeah, I think that's it. It's pretty even. It's pretty even. Is somebody grubbing on some candy? Velcro. Oh. <laughs> I'm not eating. I'm not eating Velcro, but I have Velcro in my hand. <laughs> well, you just had a crunch bar going or something. But um, as always, <laughs> if you if you made it this far, I appreciate you for listening. Um, fellas, we got some. So I'm gonna go ahead and pause this actually. But no hat, we're out.